the Hottest Take. My name is Bill Simmons. I'm here with Van Lathan. I have the floor this time. The nerds ruined baseball, <laughs> and now they're coming for basketball. We have to stop them. Yeah. All right. Here's what's going on. So the three-point shooting these last seven years has gone through the roof. Even the Spurs are averaging 33s a game. This is the team that was all about long twos, <laughs> post-up plays. Right. I went to a Clippers-Kings game last week where the Kings shot threes basically two out of every three times they mm -hmm. had the ball. And they were going in. Right. And all of a sudden, they're winning by 17. Like, yeah, we're feeling it. It's like, no, you're just chucking up threes. Right. You're going to try to go 20 for 48 from three. You might end up going 14 for 48. You're going to lose. If you go 23 for 48, mm, you'll win. Yeah. This is not a good way to decide who's a better basketball team. Right. And this is what basketball is now. And the math nerds, this whole decade, have looked at it and said threes are worth more than twos. Threes lead to long offensive rebounds and all that. But guess what? Now when I watch basketball, it's just somebody setting a screen, somebody driving into the paint and kicking in the corner. Right. And it's the same like three methodologies over and over again. And now it leads to this thing where there's the variance game to game is nuts. Anybody can beat anybody. Mm -hmm. I have no idea who's better than, than who. And then in the playoffs, everything slows down. And then we actually find out who's better. I hate it. I wish we had less threes. I'm going to be honest with you. It also leads to these, some of these weird 10 for 40 performances that are just absolutely soul crippling and crushing, crushing to watch. It's just yeah. not aesthetically great basketball to watch all the time. Baseball was America's sport because it had to do with like the fabric of the country. It was yeah. beautiful to watch. And you could see the guys out there doing their things. And, and, you, and they had flaws. Definitely, you definitely you had, had like flaws. your guy Adam Dunn hitting 220 right. with 40 homers. No, 220 with 40 homers. But even him in a folksy way, that was a thing, right? The guy can't hit the ball, but when he hits the ball, it goes 700,000 feet. Right. Now, you had a guy hit 320 with a 332 on base percentage, and it was cool. It was he was cool. just trying to get he hit every time. He was trying to get hit every time. Now, though, you can't have a baseball conversation without an advanced MIT degree. Right. And it takes, it chips away from the fabric of the game. Like, you, you tell me that somebody, we talked about <laughs> Mike Trout. Fantastic. Great. You're trying to tell me how Mike Trout is the greatest player of his generation, and then they're not really winning. It, it's, it's hard. And it's, like, it's not his fault. Here's it's not the his math. fault. Like, I can prove it. Like, I don't need a calculator for you to tell me the, the define greatness to me. And I think that that's really kicked a lot of people out of baseball because you can't just watch the game anymore. Well, the problem is you can't argue about it because I used to have, I remember the the late 90s, there was always the Nomar versus Jeter argument and stuff like that. They, that just got recycled, by the way. Right. And we would have these arguments. We'd look at the basic stats, right? Batting average, home runs, running, but runs batted in. But it really came down to I watched the game and here's how I feel. Right. You know, and yeah. now it's like if you had that argument, you'd be like, no, Nomar's better. And here's and you would list the seven mathematical reasons why Nomar was better offensively and why Jeter's defense wasn't as good as you thought because of this. And I'm not saying all that stuff's not valid. I just enjoyed arguing about baseball and I, I never have baseball arguments anymore. Right now, there's a really good baseball argument because as we're taping this, the Red Sox haven't traded Mookie Betts yet. Right. And it's like, well, he wants trout money. Well, obviously, it doesn't do Trout money. That's a credible amount of money. Well, if you look at the math, he's actually very close to Trout and should probably make 85% of it. And it's like, well, they overpaid Mike Trout and it's really hurt their team. Yeah, it's criminal. And I'm not sure anyone deserves Mike Trout money. But it, it, it instead of just saying like, 
look, this is the best black player we've ever had. He's mm-hmm. 27. Yeah. He's, everybody loves him. Everybody buys his jerseys. I don't really care what the math says, whether like, like, can we just sign well, this guy? He's going to get better. Yeah. Cultural things are just out of the way out of the window now because of the way the math did take things like that. So any fabric of light, that stuff, people don't even talk about anymore. It's just easier to watch baseball with your eyes uh, than it is with the calculator. Yeah, how about this? We, he's fucking cool to watch yeah, every day. It's just easier to watch He's the sports. coolest guy on the team. It's easier to watch sports with your eyes. And I have like, to spend four hours a day with him. It's like, guess who I like having in my life? Mookie Betts. Right, and so for me, like watching even, even Derek Jeter and Nomar Garcia-Pera and all this stuff like that, Derek Jeter separated himself from the, a lot of the players in this era in high leverage moments. Yes. In moments where everybody was watching. And I get that there's 162 games and uh, there are trends that come from those games. But in moments where we all watched him, Jordan is this way as well. He delivered. Like, they delivered. They but, did their well, thing. Well, then somebody's like, well, the coach stats say this. And I'll be like, look, all I, all I know is when I was rooting against Derek Jeter, which I did for a, a huge chunk of my he life. He killed you. I never wanted him to come up with two outs and a guy in second base in the eighth inning, right. ever. Right. I don't care what kind of slump he was in. I don't care what the mass said. I, I was terrified of him. And to your credit. So, so do I, is that a valid feeling or am I not allowed to have that feeling anymore? And, to, and, to, and the other side of that is a guy that you did have, Poppy. Right. Poppy, who in those moments, Hugh wore, I, I just couldn't But imagine. the stats actually backed it up with him. I get it. But what I'm saying is that I didn't even need to know the stats yeah. to know who he was as a player and what he was going to do because I watched it and I was connected to it. So you couldn't undo it, whatever mathematical prestidigitation that you want to do. <laughs> like I could, you can't do it. And it's just, I understand that all that stuff has its place, especially when you're starting to get into contract talks and all that stuff like that. But these are things we watch with our hearts and with our eyes, man. And the math kind of detracts from that sometimes. Well, I wonder if, if that's why baseball is starting to fade with people under 30, 35. Yeah, I mean, one you, of the many reasons. At this particular point, I mean, you know, there are also there are differences between those sports, just aesthetically, and the other sports that are, that are played. But you never want to have it, and this is kind of why the NBA changing the rules of the All Star Game and all that stuff like that is stupid. You never want too much of an investment for people to be connected to your game. Meaning, I don't want to have to go get a map. Moneyball was it for me. That was the that was I get it. I watched it. I get it. I don't want to have to understand too much to enjoy sports. All right, so but, so swinging it back to basketball, if they're telling us this is a better way to play, but none of us really like watching it that much day after day after day for eight months, should that matter? Because the argument would be, look, this is mathematically the best way to win is to take more threes and spreads mm-hmm. the floor. The points per 100 possessions is up. The offenses are more efficient. Um, it's easier to replicate. In the old days, you needed like Hakeem and Patrick Ewing and these guys to f- funnel everything through low post. Then you needed like Michael Jordan or mm-hmm. T-Mac or Vince or Kobe. You needed like the creator. And now it's like you can actually form a really good offense with three-point shooters. So why wouldn't we do it this way? And the answer is you can. I'm just pretty bored during the regular season. Look, we're having this conversation right now. Um, and for a whole generation of people, this is their basketball. So they probably don't have the same concerns that we have right now. But I'll tell you this. Yeah, because we have a little history. Right. We have a little history. But I'll tell you this. It's just not as... I love all the players in the league. I love the product in terms of what the NBA means culturally. It's just not as fun to watch as it used to be. And that's just that. Well, it's just not as fun to Here's how we fix it, Van Lathan. Get rid of the corner three. Make the art... <laughs> make the art go out. 
four feet before the corner. And you nah, can't we can't get rid of corner three because I need I'm guys out. like it's out. I got guys like it. Tucker. No, I still don't want those guys to get paid. They're making a little. They make, I want those this? guys to get paid. They're making a living off corner threes. I don't want to cut nobody pockets off. What if teams had the right to decide whether they had corner threes or not? <laughs> so be like in in baseball, like we have the green monster, right? Nobody right. Had, nobody else has it. Boston is like, hey, if you hit a shot to left field, it's got to clear by thirty feet, or it's going to hit the wall and be a double. Yeah. Some teams like Memphis could be like, yeah, we're getting rid of corner three. We're, we're doing, we're building a team that doesn't actually have any corner three shooters, and then when people play here, we have this advantage. Right. Teams will be screwed up. It's, we'll gain five six points. It's a fantastic. Fantasy tab. The movable three-point <laughs> line. Three line. Now we're talking. This could save basketball for Van Lathan on Bill Simmons. This was the hottest take.